It's Thursday, July 2nd, 2009. California wins one for a change. Where's the beef? Recalled. Plus, let's talk about cap and trade, shall we, Glenn Beck? Exactly. The House of Representatives just passed the largest tax increase in the history of the world. A wingnut meltdown over cap and trade. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this is your Green News Report. All right, Desi Doyne, good to have you back. Thank Welcome you. Welcome back. Thank you. A uh, lot going on today in the green world. What you got? Since passage of the landmark climate and energy bill in the House of Representatives on Friday, the fallout has been swift from Republicans and critics of the legislation. The Waxman-Markey bill, formerly known as the American Clean Energy and Security Act, narrowly passed by only seven votes in the House and is next headed to the Senate. Conservatives attacked the eight Republicans who voted in favor of the comprehensive legislation and called for withholding funds for their re-election campaigns and even went so far as to call them cap and traitors. Traitor, this is driving the wingnuts absolutely loony. Mind you, it's not a long drive, I understand, <laughs> but uh, they're talking about this. Suddenly, they have decided that this is the greatest tax raise in the history of the world, that Obama has raised everyone's taxes, that he's broken his pledge uh, to not raise taxes on the middle class. They seem to be imagining it, do they not? Here's, a, here's more from uh, Monica Crowley sitting in for O'Reilly speaking with... Glenn Beck over on Crazyland, a.k.a. Fox News, earlier this week. Cap and trade is tantamount to the largest tax increase in the history of the world. So doesn't all of this violate Obama's pledge not to raise taxes on the middle class? Okay, she earlier said it was the largest tax raise in the history of the world. Now she says it's tantamount. Desi Doyne, is this the largest tax raise in the history of the world? Well, first of all, it is. she says tantamount because it's not actually a tax. What she's talking about is the implementation of a cap-and-trade system, which would mean polluters have to pay more for the right to pollute. There are going to be provisions in the bill that mean that those costs will not be passed on to consumers, which is what the Monica Crowley is referring so to. So this is not a tax on the middle class? No, it's not a tax at all. It's an increase in prices. They're making it up? They're lying at Fox News? They're making up the idea that this is a tax, definitely. Okay, yeah. They're lying at Fox News. The Republican National Committee and other conservative political groups have vowed to use this issue as a campaign tactic in the 2010 midterm elections, but recent polling indicates that tactic may not work as a campaign issue as voters overwhelmingly support clean energy policies. Also, we should note that one of the sponsors of the bill, Henry Waxman of California, was hospitalized yesterday after a fainting spell in his office, but is expected to make a full recovery. The conservative media is also up in arms this week about a study that they say was suppressed by the Environmental Protection Agency. According to the Brain Trust at Fox News Channel, the EPA <laughs> suppressed one of its own scientists who submitted a report critical of the science behind climate change. Yeah, and here's uh, Monica Crowley again on this point. Well, and the EPA, there was a guy, a, a real great inspector, a legendary guy today. at the EPA, right, yeah. who issued a report earlier this year saying global warming doesn't exist. The EPA suppressed that report. A guy, a legendary inspector, uh, Sean Hannity earlier this week also called him uh, a scientist who was uh, shut down by the EPA. True or false, Desi Doyen? Well, of course, it would be scandalous if it were true, but it's not. In reality, the EPA climate scientist is not a climate scientist at all, but an economist with the EPA who studies climate science as his hobby. It's a hobbyist report. Yes, the EPA says his, quote, study contained no original research, and they really asked him actually to stick to his own field of expertise. So they didn't ask him to create this report? He this this economist did this on his own. Yes. And yet 
the wing nuts are saying they're repressing scientists yes. at the EPA. That's correct. Okay, I'm, I'm glad to see them worried about uh, science being repressed. Nice change of pace. The Environmental Protection Agency this week granted a special waiver that had been sought by the state of California and 13 other states to adopt more stringent emissions regulations for cars sold within the state. California first petitioned the Bush administration's EPA for the waiver in 2005. It's a step that was required under the Clean Air Act, but it was denied. The Bush administration arguing that individual states cannot set emission standards even though the Clean Air Act explicitly gives California the right to do so. The Obama administration had said California's new rules will be the basis for a national mileage standard, as requested by American automakers. Mileage would increase gradually, and by 2016, fuel economy in cars and trucks sold in the state will need to have an average of 35 miles per gallon, which is 10 miles more per gallon than today's 25 miles per gallon. Sounds good to me. And just in time for your 4th of July cookout, Kroger stores recalled two store brand products this week due to contamination. On Monday, Kroger stores expanded a recall of all ground beef sold under its store brand name in more than a dozen states due to E. coli contamination. The voluntary recall applies to ground beef from distributor J.B. Swift, and a dozen people have been hospitalized, too, with kidney failure. The first reports of illness occurred back in April. Mind you, it's now July that the recall is coming through. Then yesterday, Kroger announced another voluntary recall, this time of their store brand of popcorn seasoning after their supplier voluntarily alerted them to possible salmonella contamination. This outbreak comes on the heels of another voluntary recall of raw cookie dough products sold under the Toll House cookie brand, this time due to E. coli contamination. The FDA confirmed this week that E. coli was indeed found at Nestle's manufacturing plant. 34 people were hospitalized after eating the raw cookie dough. Nine had kidney failure. The contamination appears to be in an ingredient, not from the equipment or workers, but the plant has been closed indefinitely, and the workers may be laid off. For more on that and so much more we didn't get to today, check out our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Send love letters, tips, and hate mail to greennews at bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Have a great Fourth of July holiday. This has been your Green News Report.